we put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Right? Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way, now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this if we just go fast enough. Right? Instead of the virus well, we're being gonna able have, to hop from person to person to person. <laughs> we're done with listening to Rachel Maddow. Sorry, Rachel, to cut you off. But that was Rachel Maddow who will be leaving MSNBC. But that was Rachel Maddow back on March 29th, 2021. So my question is, where are the fact checkers? Where are the fact checkers? Where are all these third party, third rate, Associated Press, USA Today, PolitiFact, where are all these fact checkers on all of these videos? Because you know, they will retroactively go back and they will get rid of every single one of your videos whether you violated guidelines or not. When I was still on Facebook, they actually went back a year, a year, and suspended me for stuff that I put out a year prior. So where are the fact checkers and why can I still see that video? Everything that these people have told us throughout the last two years has proven to be wrong time and time again. And my question is, where are the fact checkers? Why is that video still able to be accessed on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? Isn't that amazing? I call for the fact checkers because I know they still try to watch me, even though I have built a, with the help of the Life from America family, built a, uh, a sensor-free uh, environment here. But I call on the fact checkers to actually fact check Rachel Maddow and everybody else, including Tony Fauci, who said, don't wear a mask, do wear a mask, don't wear a mask, do wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It's clear where the censorship is at. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America Today. 
is December 29th, year of our Lord, 2021. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you as always, live from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's an honor to sit in the seat every single day, twice a day, Monday through Friday. And tonight we have a very special Special guest, Pastor Greg Locke, somebody that I have been wanting to sit down and have a dialogue with for quite some time. I know it's going to be a great uh, conversation. I've been waiting for this for a while. We're going to talk about a number of things, ranging from that beastly statue in the UN at the UN headquarters in New York City to the Abrahamic House and much, much more. He'll be with us for two segments tonight, and it's going to be a grand old time. So before I get to Uh, giving some shout-outs here to some folks who are watching live on Rumble and on Roku. and uh, Excuse me, Rumble and Getter, I should say. We're also on Roku and Firestick uh, under LFA TV. And, of course, you can also watch Real America's Voice News both on Roku and Firestick, as well as Pluto Channel 240, Samsung Channel 1029, Dish TV, Select TV Channel 106, and the Real America's Voice app. Okay, so before I get to that, I really wanted to show you something quite interesting to back up what I just said about these people being wrong time and time again. If you will direct your eyes to the screen, here we go. Look at this. A year ago, vaccinated can spread COVID. That was a conspiracy theory. That's what they said to us a year ago. The vaccinated can spread COVID was a conspiracy theory. Now it's truth. A year ago, it was a conspiracy theory if you said the vaccinated are susceptible to new variants and reinfection. That was a conspiracy theory. Today, we know that is to uh, to be true. COVID vaccines can cause blood clots and other serious side effects, we said a year ago. They said it was a conspiracy theory. Guess what? Proven to be true. They also said it was a conspiracy theory that we uh, were telling everybody you were going to need three shots, four shots, five shots, six shots. That's turned out to be true. They said... It was a conspiracy theory that we that we were um, passing around saying that you would need a new shot every year, just like the flu. That is true. We also said they were going to start jabbing children. They said, no, that's not the case. This is only for elderly people and people that have weak immune systems. Guess what? That was true. We said that they were going to start segregating people with vaccinated and unvaccinated, just like the 60s. And before that, they said that was a conspiracy theory. That is true. We said there'd be camps for COVID, un, the unvaccinated patients uh, sooner or later. And we know that that was almost true in New York and probably will still become true as they had it on the bill for next year and then they've taken it off. We said that the unvaccinated would be unable to work or make a living or shop or anything like that. They said we were conspiracy theorists. Turned out to be true. We said that it would be harder for access to medical care for the unvaccinated. Guess what? They're now turning people away who have, to, uh, to have serious surgeries done and... We said that this was a secret contract between the pharmaceutical companies and the government. They said it was a conspiracy theory. Guess what turned out to be true? And I can remember literally every conversation I had with a lefty prior to to all of this, to today, where I was saying these things and they said that I was a tinfoil hat wearing Alex Jones wannabe, right-wing, bigoted, racist conservative. And I'm ruining this country. Guess what? We were right. And unlike the left, we're not going to say, told you so, na-na-na-na-boo-boo, na-na-na-na-boo-boo. No, we're saying it with a heavy heart. We're not relishing in the fact (laughs) that we were right. But we tried to tell you this was going to happen. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, you can show this portion of the video to your friends, your family, your coworkers, or whoever told you that you were a crazy person over the last year for saying any of that stuff, and say, Now maybe will you start listening to anything that I say? Now will you start at least having a debate with me or a dialogue with me about it? Because that is what we're lacking in this in this uh, in in today's world. Dialogue. Let me know where you're from. Let me know your name so I can give you a shout out. I see that we have Alexa is watching on the Great Rumble app. We've got Rival Design, Kara, and everybody out there in Nebraska. God bless you, Nolan Wallace is watching here on Rumble as well. To all those watching on Real America's Voice News, God bless you and thank you for watching. Uh, Kristen Donovan, who is always, always watching the show. God bless you, Kristen. Thank you so very much. Our good friend Donnie C., who owns his own pool and spa place as well. You can check out his business out on the American Strong Company directory page. 
We've got Lindy from Missouri, the show me state. Oh, we're going to show you tonight. We're going to show you tonight, girl. Kathleen from Pensacola, Florida. Good to see you. Joe from Texas. Barbara from Michigan. Mary from West Virginia. Russ Brizendine, as always, from Alabama in the building. Kathy, good to see you. We got blessings from Wyoming. Donna is watching. Good to see you. Um, Mirna from California, she says, and I do not disagree with that statement. Uh, how you doing? Good to see you. Thanks for joining in on uh, Live from America tonight. Sabrina from North Carolina. And one more. Let's give it to Doris from Alabama. Thank you for joining in on social media tonight. And to everybody who's watching on Getter, I'm starting to get a big Getter family over there. And if you want to follow me on any of these social media platforms, please just go to jeremyherald.com. I've made it easy for you. Scroll down on the first page, and about a quarter of the way down, you'll see all of the social media icons. Click that social media icon, whether it be Getter, Instagram, Telegram, Rumble, anything, and it'll bring you right to my page. It's very, very easy to follow live from America and Jeremy Harrell. Let's get into ladies and gentlemen, singing happy birthday real quick to a three-year-old little girl who says the Lord's prayer with us every day. Three-year-old little girl who knows the Lord's prayer and says it with us every day. Her name is Avery. And uh, Avery, we just want to say happy birthday to you, young uh, little girl. Hopefully you have a great, great birthday. I know you have an awesome grandma and your grandma wanted me to sing to you. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Avery. Happy birthday to you. Three years old. You're a big girl, and I'm glad you say the Lord's Prayer with us. Speaking of the Lord's Prayer, let's get right into Jesus Calling first, and then we will go to the Lord's Prayer right after, as we always do, and we know that little Avery waits for that. So God bless her. Here we go, December 29th from Jesus Calling. Your time and energy permit you to do only a small percentage of the many possibilities that are beckoning you. The more you bring your thoughts and plans to me seeking my guidance, the more effectively I can show you the way forward. Since all things hold together in me, your life holds together better when there is more of me in it. Ooh, preach, God, preach. Here we go, Colossians 1, 16 and 17. By Christ, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Colossians 1, 16 and 17, and as well, Psalm 143.8. For all those who do their homework and look these uh, verses up afterwards, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. And for everybody out there, before you turn out the light and go to sleep tonight, this includes you, little Avery, stay in communication with me as you prepare for tomorrow. I will show you what is most important. Woo! And now Avery's favorite part of the show, we're going to say the Lord's Prayer. So if you're wearing a hat, please remove said hat and join with us as we all lift our worship, lift our voices up to God and worship him for all the good things that we have. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I can tell you what, I could hear you, Avery. I could hear you deep into my soul. My Holy Spirit could hear you. You are a blessing. God bless you, and God bless each and every single one of you. We're going to take a quick time out here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. When we come back with the first and foremost section, we're going to be talking about the CDC's constant admission of being wrong and their latest, which is the PCR testing and how it could not tell the difference between the flu and COVID. 
And that gave them all the power they needed for the last two years. We'll be right back with that. And after that, Pastor Greg Locke will be joining us here. Stay tuned. And for the, uh, for the live audience that's watching on Rumble and on Getter and on uh, Roku and on Firestick, I want to read you a letter. Now, when, back when we had um, YouTube, back when YouTube was still part of the Live from America uh, um, arsenal before people like Freddie Durf and everybody else got us kicked off of there, but it's okay. We landed on our feet and we spread wings and we flew again. There was, uh, the only reason I say it's, 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 it's sad is because there was people that only watched on those platforms. Uh, platforms uh, that had um, captions for people that were hard of hearing or that were deaf as well. So really they just, really these, these, these negative trolls just destroyed their opportunity to watch something that they wanted. Well, I used to have a, and, and, I, and I, she still listens, but this is from Snapdragons. If you guys remember the, the name Snapdragons on uh, YouTube, this is from her. She's a 14-year-old patriot, 14-year-old little girl, and this brought me to tears today. I want to read this letter for you quickly. Here we go. Um, I'm Jeremy Harrell. I'm Snapdragons, and I've been saving my give money to give to you. 14 years old, giving live from America money. My grandma also decided to give some when she heard what I was doing. Use this money for whatever you need. She sent $280, and I want to let you know, um, Snapdragons, you 14-year-old amazing little patriot, that $280 is going to go to some families in need. As I'm going to add it into the checks that, uh, that uh, uh, sent out for, the, um, for families that have been in need lately. I'm just going to resend a portion of, that, of, of what you sent to each one of them, and uh, I, think they're gonna, I think that's the greatest thing that I could do with your money. 14 years old, you should be spending your money on so many things, and God has directed you to send it here. How amazing. So we're going to pass it on as well. Back when COVID first started happening, I found out that I needed to know what was going on in the political world. So at first, my mom and I started watching Charlie Kirk. Since that, um, since that was who my mom knew of after the new year, I was upset. And then I decided to take a break around this time. My mom started listening to you, but I couldn't stop. I got tired of trying to not listen when my mom was listening to a video. So I decided to listen with her and I was soon more into live from America than she was. As soon as the live from America hat and sunglasses came out, I used my chore money and made sure to order one, and I was so excited when they came. When I decided to move, uh, come, when you decided to come to Michigan, I was so excited. When and we drove two and a half hours. Yes, they did to see you. And soon after that, I started trying to get a shout out on YouTube, and I've recorded each and every one as I interacted in the YouTube chat. I finally understood what you meant when you said the LFA family. Everyone was so nice, and it was so fun to see everyone come on and say hi. And I just want, I, didn't, I, I don't want to read the rest because, you know, this is a personal letter from her to me. But I got to tell you, you guys, what an amazing, what an amazing world that we live in. What a beautiful young lady. What a smart and intelligent young lady and a generous young lady. Definitely walking with the Lord. Definitely has God's favor. And I want to tell you that I was so, I broke down in tears when I saw that. You are a beautiful person. And I just want to say thank you. And I'm going to pass your gift on to people who really need it because that's what we're here to do. We're here to lift all boats, everyone. We're here to lift all boats. We're here to help each other up and reach down and grab each other, pick each other up. So thank you to Snapdragons. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Today is December 29th, and I am Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show, right here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. We're going to get right into the first and foremost section because we got Pastor Lot coming on, and I do not want to keep him waiting. Here we go. The CDC has admitted to so many things in this last week that we have all been saying for over a year. And now the CDC director, Director Walensky, says that testing after quarantine is no longer needed, as well as they split the quarantine time in half. And of course, the liberal media is freaking out about this. How dare you split the quarantine time in half? Oh, it's just triggering my TDS. I can't stand it anymore. Why would you do such a thing? We love these masks. We love wearing my pillows on our face. And uh, really, it comes down to something very solid, very quick, and very easy because it was never needed in the first place. And even Tony the Rat Face Fauci has also come out uh, and, and, and talked about splitting this quarantine time in half and said that we had to do it because if we didn't do it, society would no longer run. Well, duh. 
We told you that two years ago when you crippled the economy in order to get Donald Trump out of office and regain all and gain, I should say, all the power from the American people so that you could use it in order to pass trillion dollar spending bills, get Trump out of there and turn this nation finally from a uh, a capitalist, beautiful, wonderful free nation into a communist, abysmal, dark, dirty, disgusting third world country. And that's exactly what Joe Biden just said the other day when he said, for the unvaccinated, this is going to be a terrible winter for you. You're all going to die. Anyway, before I play this video from Director Walensky, let me tell you what she, what basically kind of overview of what she says here. She says the PCR tests are no longer valid. They're no longer good. They don't work. We've known that for a long time. The PCR tests will end this year. They won't be using them anymore. Why they're using them at all, I don't even know. The reason why they're getting rid of the PCR tests is because the PCR tests were not able to tell the difference between the flu and COVID-19, which is your answer. We said, I swear, we said this a year ago. A year ago, we said these exact words. The PCR test can't tell the difference between the flu and COVID, hence why you have no flu cases in 2021. You don't need to be Tony the Rat-Faced Mad Scientist Fauci to understand this stuff. You don't have to have a high level of education to understand pure common sense. We've lived with sickness our whole lives. We get it. We know what it does. And when the flu is no longer here, but COVID took over everything, look, viruses don't destroy other viruses, okay? It's not, it's not like they're out there going, I'm the Avenger virus. Well, I'm the Justice League virus. Let's fight and see who wins. And then the dominant virus gets to take over humanity. That's not how these things work. So we knew the flu has, has existed this whole time. And what they've done is they've used these PCR tests. They've called everything COVID. And all of those deaths, all of those cases, those 800,000 people that say died from COVID, never died from COVID. Who knows how many of them died from the flu? Who knows? And this is a fact. This is not Jeremy Harrell saying it on Real America's Voice News. This is a fact. These PCR tests are garbage. But not only that, here's the portion of the video that I really, really wanted to show you. So let me... Uh, let me get this uh, pulled up for you, queued up on the screen here for you, because what she does here is she actually admits that the PCR tests, regardless, regardless of if you are, are, um, are contagious or not, regardless of 10 days, these PCR tests actually test you positive for COVID for 12 weeks. Even though you got rid of COVID weeks ago, they're still testing you positive 12 weeks later, which only prolongs uh, their, their ability to be able to crush everything, crush the economy, keep you locked down, don't let you go vote, all of that. This is Director Walensky saying just that. Here we go. For someone to be able to leave that isolation period. Why is that not included in the new guideline? Yeah, really important question. I'm glad you raised this. So what we do know is that um, the PCR test after infection can be pos positive for up to 12 weeks. So that is not going to be helpful. Um, you're not going to be transmitting during all of that period of time. We've seen that in study after study. So then the question is, well, why not do an antigen test at five days? We do know some people at five days will be negative and still be able to transmit. We also know that some people will be positive and still be able to transmit. So that <laughs> antigen test was actually not authorized for this purpose and it's not it's information would not be useful regardless of what the antigen test said we would say you still need to wear your mask for five days well just following up on so the I, antigen test really what i wanted to do there was i just wanted to play for you her own voice straight from the horse's mouth and she kind of does resemble mr ed a little bit but let's not go there okay let's keep it positive here uh let, straight from the horse's mouth where she told you that there's really these pcr tests have been telling, saying that people have had COVID for weeks only to keep the cases up, only to keep the numbers up so they could use those numbers. Let me read a little bit here about what's going on with the rest of that interview so you don't have to put yourself through all of it, okay? After December 31st, the CDC will withdraw the use of the PCR test for COVID-19 testing. The CDC finally admitted the test does not differentiate between the flu and the coronavirus. Again, we're not that smart, and we've been saying that for a year, so it's got to be all narrative for a reason. This explains the disappearance of flu cases in the United States in 2020, and uh, it also inflated the COVID cases as Tony Fauci and the D.C. elites knew this would happen. Walensky finally admitted in the video that I just showed you that what we've known nearly for two years now is true. Faulty PCR tests plus long quarantine times have created not a pandemic, but a case Remember that. Cases, cases, cases. Oh, there's cases everywhere. 
So what we uh, so what we do know, she said, is the PCR test after infection can be positive for up to 12 weeks. So that is not going to be helpful. And she said that on Good Morning America. Folks, the only reason I'm telling you all this now is because it's not an I told you so moment. It's never about that. That's not the prerogative here. The reason that I tell you this stuff is so that you can make the most well-informed decisions for you and your family moving forward. And so that if you are out there just listening to everything that these talking mad scientists are saying that keep keep showing that they're wrong, maybe, just maybe, you'll rely on that little thing called common sense, that little thing called gut instinct, that little thing called the Holy Spirit trying to tell you what to do. And uh, uh, before we get to the commercial break and uh, and then uh, bring in ultimately bring in our, our guest, uh, Pastor Greg Locke, in the midst of all this deception that they're that they're playing on every one of you, on all of us. It's not you. It's not me. It's all of us. It's the entire world. Nobody's at fault here. We're all victims of this deception. While they're doing all of this deception, they're also punishing states that will not just follow their lead, that will not comply, that will not be lock and step with this illegitimate sniffer and thief who has no idea if he's got a dog or a pony while he's talking to the media out there on vacation. They're literally punishing states and causing death because of it. They're, they're, they are purposefully holding back monoclonal antibodies from the state of Florida, from the state of Texas, and now officially the Surgeon General in Florida has had enough, and officially the Surgeon General in Florida has called them out and, and, and sent them a letter, an official letter, accusing them of doing just that. He says the federal government is actively preventing the effective distribution of monoclonal antibody treatments in the United States. The sudden supervision of multiple monoclonal antibodies and, uh, and treatments and distribution in Florida uh, removes healthcare providers' ability to decide the best treatment for their patients. And he goes on to say a lot, a lot more harsh words uh, to the Biden administration. But that's, that's the kind of stuff we're, we're, we're seeing here. On one station, they're saying, we need to save lives. Look at all these lives that Donald Trump killed because he didn't act, the, act properly. But here we are in 2021 with more deaths with the vaccine all year long than in 2020 with zero vaccines. Don't kill anybody. Unless you're Andrew Cuomo and you can throw them all in nursing homes. Unless you're Gretchen Whitless, you can throw them all in nursing homes. Unless you're Governor Wolf and you can throw them all in nursing homes. Or unless you're the Biden administration and clearly and purposely are holding back monoclonal antibodies from a state where they are clearly needed and ultimately you are killing people. Wow, what a great moral compass that this illegitimate regime has and that they follow. Of course... If you want to know really what this regime is all about and what the left is all about, just look at Hunter Biden. Look at Hunter Biden, and he is an exact uh, representative of that entire party. It'd be like if you looked up the left in the dictionary and you wanted to know everything they, that, that they're all about, you'd see, you'd see one, of those, one of those pictures of Hunter Biden that, 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 that circled across the internet uh, of him in hotel rooms doing disgusting, nasty, immoral things. That is the left. That's what we're dealing with. So... I am going to go ahead on the show. Today's dumb, dumb award of the day is going to go to the CDC for constantly, constantly getting it wrong. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Anyway, we're going to take a uh, quick time out here on Real America's Voice. This is live from America, and we'll be back with Pastor Greg Locke right after this. Please stay tuned. Thank you very much. Okay, so Pastor, uh, can you hear me, sir? No, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. It's great to see you. Thank you very much for joining in. I do want to let you know, though, you are we are still live on social media. Um, okay. So even though we're on a on a commercial break on TV, the, the social media audience is still here. And I know they've been mm-hmm. they have been so, so, so excited for you to for you to come aboard. You've been pretty busy lately, huh? Man, I have been running and gunning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, I had a pastor come in the other day, a pastor friend of mine named uh, Pastor Tim Frisch. He runs a YouTube show called A Frisch Perspective. And uh, yeah, kind of cool, right? And he calls himself, he's a self-proclaimed Christian nerd. Um, but anyway, I, I, I was talking to him about you. And, and of course, he knows who you are, like most people do. And um, he's not <laughs> like you and I. He's not a very vocal, loud guy at all. Right. And I asked him about you. I said, what do you think about Pastor Greg Locke? And uh, 
He said, you know, I've actually seen quite a bit of his stuff. And I, and, I, and I asked him, I said, what do you think about the way he portrays himself, his personality, his, you know, the way he's out there, you know, gunning for God the way he is. And he said, you know, he goes, the way I look at it is this way. He goes, your personality is way different than my personality. Your way of spreading the gospel is way different than my way of spreading the gospel. He said, but guess what? Those are the gifts that God gave us. You are one part of the body. I'm another part of the body. I can't do what you do. You can't do what I do. God needs mouthpieces, and you guys fall into that category. He goes, and there's a mutual attitude admiration there for people yeah. you know for people from people like me to people like you guys and you know that really really struck me home i was like wow boy he hit yeah, the nail absolutely. right on the head with that one didn't he <clears throat> that's good that is that's great all right we are going to come back from this commercial break and then uh i will officially um, <coughs> introduce you and we'll get to town so all righty all right here we go welcome back to live from america this is Real America's Voice News, where you only get real news and honest views. And boy, this is the fastest growing news network in the nation right now. And I am honored to be here with Pastor Greg Locke, somebody who I ad- admire um, very, very much. And I've been wanting to get on the show for a long time. But in this business and doing what he does, uh, <laughs> I'm sure his schedule is very, very full. So uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Pastor Greg Locke, how are you doing, sir? I am doing great, my friend. Thanks for having me. Oh man, thank you for being here. Um, how's uh, how's Global Vision? Is it is it is it growing in numbers as the church is being persecuted? It is exponentially. All these people that said, "Oh my goodness, if you keep your church open, everybody's going to leave." Well, everybody started showing up, I guess, because they started leaving a lot of other places, and so they're just they're pouring in by the hundreds every weekend. Well, you know, it's kind of like the fake news media, right? They're leaving the fake news media, and they're going and finding real truth. And in the church, they're leaving the churches that are not addressing what's bothering them, which is everything going on in the world right now and they're going and they're finding churches like you and uh again when the church is persecuted it seems like that is when we get the best growth in christianity oh, yeah. even in the book of acts i mean when the church was under persecution from the roman empire that's when the growth came we've become so comfortable that's where the lukewarm spirit has crept into the church revelation chapter three but when persecution came revival came through the back door and i know it's weird to say that revival is 95 percent of churches being closed down but we found out who was serious and who wasn't and we know who's going to give in during this next round and we know who's going to stand up and push back and so we literally went from a 350-seat wedding chapel to a 3,000-seat tent. Whoa. The tent was actually blown down three weeks ago in a tornado, and hundreds of people are showing up in a parking lot in the dead of winter while we're getting the tent back up. And we've baptized 2,800 people in just the first 18 months of all of this. It's been unbelievable to watch what the Lord's doing. He's well, definitely honored our courage. Oh, yeah. And now he's, he's working in the most miraculous and beautiful ways that I've ever seen in my life. Of course, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a somewhat of a new Christian. I, uh, I, I found my way back to the Lord in October of 2016. And it's one of those, it's one of those stories that, uh, it happened to me and my whole family at the same time. And it was one of those series of events that you could not deny. You know what I mean? And I was the ultimate, I was, I was Paul. I was out there making fun of Mary, making fun of Christians, making fun of Jesus, making fun of all of it, saying how, you know, I was a fantasy and a fairy tale. And I was telling people not to follow it. I was bad. And then all of a sudden a series of events happened. I just couldn't. (laughs) And then I took all of those bad qualities that I had and I used them now. I use them now for good. And it's, it's part of that, uh, (laughs) the body of, of Christ that we were talking about. Um, but I do have some topic here, topics here that I really would like to get your opinion on. And I'd really like to chop it up with you a little bit. Uh, the first one is just what we were talking about during the commercial break. There was your personality, your loud way of evangelizing and bringing the gospel to people, your, your personality that God gave you that gift. Um, have you always been like that since, since you found, uh, Christ or is that something that came you know, later on as the world needed more of people like you today. <laughs> well, the vibrancy and the excitement the and somewhat of the boldness has always been there, but it really has kind of morphed uh, as a lot of this narrative has gone along. When social media exploded for us in the middle of 2015, it kind of really gave me a platform to say some things that I felt like pastors should be saying. And the more it resonated with people, the more I began to recognize, man, I'm just waking up having coffee and stepping into controversy, not even meaning to. And I'm thinking, why are these things controversial? And it's because the church has been silent and not been saying anything. And so the pulpits have been filled to overflowing with with cowards and hirelings rather than shepherds. And so when I started saying stuff, people are like, oh, my goodness, I wish my pastor would say this. Or I haven't heard preaching like that for 40 years. And I'm thinking, 
what's your pastor been talking about? It's all in the Bible. You know, how can you not preach against abortion? How can you not preach against some of these, you know, crazy things that we're seeing in our culture? And so I think as time went on, it's not that I wasn't always bold. It just emboldened me more to recognize the fact we need some John the Baptist prophets that'll stand up and just say it without fear nor fanfare. Who cares if they cut off your head, put you in jail? Big deal. Like Paul said, to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And so I think as time has gone on, I've dug my heels in more. Now, of course, two years ago, the line was drawn in the sand when the whole COVID debacle happened, and that was it. They started shutting down churches. That was it. A whole new level of Greg Locke began to come to the surface that I didn't even recognize was there. Mm. And so I went from trying to, you know, trying to wake up sleepy sheep to wake up all the rest of the lions to get to roar. And yeah. so that's kind of where we are right now. So there's really no turning back at this point. Oh, that's awesome. You know, and, and, and you know, I, I was reading during devotional the other morning, I was reading scripture and I was just, you know, reading other people's testimonies and something stuck out to me. And I don't remember, maybe it was from Frank Turek. I, I, I don't know where mm-hmm. it exactly came from. And I, I love him too, you know, and, uh, but so, uh, so I had read that, like you, like you just mentioned, you are supposed to j- jump out of your house every day <laughs> with this exuberant spirit, with this just filled filled with joy, and 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 ties basically compares it to running out in the street and screaming how much you love the Lord at the top of your lungs for everybody to hear it, and that is the kind of uh, uh, of faith and love and 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 gospel spreading that that God wants us to do. And that's what I see in you. That's exactly what I see in you. Well, so much of the church these days, they confuse passion and anger. Like, he's an angry man. No, I'm just a very passionate Mm, man. mm -hmm. Okay, I'm angry at the devil. I'm angry at a buck-wild, demon-possessed government that's crazy and tyrannical. I get that. And Jesus was pretty angry. He used his biceps, flipped over some tables, ran some grown people out of the temple, you know, with some whips. But passion is not to be mistaken for anger because I'm very passionate about the gospel. I'm very passionate about opening churches. I'm very passionate about the truth. And so if that comes off as anger and arrogance, then so be it. Mm. But if that's not your platform, fine. But don't condemn me for my platform because God's used controversy to grow the platform to millions of people that are starving to death for somebody to just stand up and say, this is what the Bible says, and I don't care what you think about it. And so that's where we're at. That's all. And and a matter of fact, we just got a donation in for you and your church. And uh, this audience is an incredible (laughs) audience. So any donations that come in for you, I will keep track of them and we'll get them right over to Global uh, Global Vision Church because, uh, you know, we're all we're all in this together and uh, all boats rise together. Right. Um, Let's 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 move on from that real quick. And I want to talk about uh, this. This we talked about uh, COVID. We talked about these vaccinations. I want to talk about a what would Jesus do moment with you. I want to get your opinion. I've been asking, I've been wanting to ask you this for so long. If Jesus was here in the flesh today and he was preaching and he was going around, he's seeing all these infected people like he did back in his day, right? People with uh, leprosy and, 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 and the blind and the cripple and, the, and, and, and people that were filled with demons. I mean, there were sick people everywhere. He was healing people everywhere. Where do you think, this is just a personal question I've been, been wanting to ask you, what would Jesus do in a, vac, in, a, in a vaccination world like this with this stuff that's going on, the vaccination, the mandates, pushing it on people? Um, where would Jesus stand, do you think, on vaccinations? <laughs> Jesus would have continued to heal people with faith and fervency the way that he always did. And he would have ignored this vaccination nonsense. You know how I know that? Because Jesus is truth, and he's not going to propagate something that's a lie. And this vaccine nonsense is nothing but a lie, and therefore he's not going to stand for it. He's just not – he's not going to propagate and push something that the narrative – is against the truth because Jesus is the truth. And so all this nonsense, sick people need to stay home. That was a time that sick people were invited to church, right? They were invited to the front. I don't know what these churches are going to preach on. They can't preach on healing. They can't preach on faith. They can't preach on courage because for 22 months, they've been afraid of the flu. And so at the end of the day, they have believed this strong delusion from the enemy. But to say, I I know I gave Franklin Graham a hard time when he came out and said Jesus would take the vaccination. What blasphemy. That is the most nonsensical thing I've ever heard in my life. Jesus has nothing to do with fraudulency at all. And so he's not going to be pushing something that he knows is going to make you sick. Our bodies are fearfully, wonderfully made. I have an immune system. I'm made in God's image. And so what God gave me is better than what Dr. Fauci is trying to force on me. (laughs) 
So true. That's a great answer. And it's, you know what? And I didn't expect anything different. I expected that exact answer. Um, we're going we're gonna to take, uh, take a quick time out here. We're going to hold you over if that's okay for another segment yeah. here. Uh, when yeah. we come back, there's two things that I really want. One thing I really want to talk to you about, and that is this monstrosity of a beast in New York City at the United <laughs> Nations headquarters. And I know what you said about this. I thought it was yeah. one heck of an idea, but we're going to talk about that and much more with Pastor Greg Locke when we return. Ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned here on Real America's Voice News, and we will be right back right after these messages. Thank you very, very, very much. Welcome to Real America's Voice, a news platform of the 21st century. With over 25 years of experience in the advertising industry and the deployment of multiple television networks, Weather Nation, The Pursuit Channel, ICTV, and Real America's Voice, just to mention a few. Our team created a platform that combines all broadcast mediums, radio, podcast, television, social media, and OTT into a single destination for all your broadcasting needs. Real America's Voice is just that, a cutting-edge platform created to make America great again. We discovered that our technology, combined with experience and gifted on-air talent, the uncensored, undaunted Real America's Voice, quickly became an industry disruptor. All part of the Real America Voice family. You got the War Room. You got John Solomon's team. We're getting into the television business with a great partner. Real America's Voice, one of the fast-rising digital television networks in America. And you've got National Pulse. It's Real America's Voice that's driving the conversation. Prepare to take control on how you get your news. Real America's Voice on Roku, Pluto TV, Dish Network, Fire TV, Apple TV, iOS, Android, and all smart devices. Real America's Voice is a news platform dedicated to keeping people informed educated and entertained on a wide range of perspectives that you won't find elsewhere in today's media landscape socially driven broadcasts delivering news live events and consumer generated content headlines from here in the u.s and around the globe engaging viewers in real conversations through a collaborative approach all across america honest journalism Trusted reporters, no hidden agendas. And welcome back to our special election night coverage right here on Real America's Voice. And there may even be statewide races for the presidency of the United States that get called incorrectly. We're not doing that here. We're not doing that here on Real America's Voice. Real news, honest views, Real America's Voice. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Live from America, and I am your host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And it's an honor to have you here tonight, and it's also an honor to have Pastor Greg Locke. We've, uh, we've already uh, talked about... You know, his, the way uh, he is, is so outgoing and so loud for the gospel and loud for the church. We talked about what would Jesus do in this vaccinated world, in this COVID world, and now we're going to get into something probably even more um, passionate. I, I know I'm more passionate about this next issue, and that is this Revelations beast that is sitting in the United Nations headquarters in New York City. And uh, I, I, I want to get Pastor Greg Locke's uh, opinion on this, and um, and then we'll talk a little bit about what he said he was going to do after that. Greg Locke, what do you think about this going on in New York right now? Well, I think the the interesting irony is that they don't even hide it anymore. Okay, they don't even care that they're blasphemous. They don't even care that they're fulfilling scripture. They don't even care how demonically Illuminati supercharged they are. Right? They just don't care. And so everybody can call us a QAnon conspiracy theorist, but I'm telling you, this is exactly what the Bible spells out. And they stuck it there. They said, well, it's from Mexico. It's for peace. You know, the Bible says in the last days, when they cry peace, peace, sudden destruction is going to come upon them because there'll be no peace. This is not about peace. This is about a thumb in the nose of evangelical Christians to let us know the UN is going to overtake everything. And I believe this is prophetic fulfillment. And so as far as what I'm going to do, I told our church, I said, look, I'm about to buy me a ticket. I'm going to fly to New York and I'm going to get a bullhorn or a sound system, and I'm going to either sit on that joker or stand beside it. They'll probably arrest me when I get there, but I'm going to preach against it. I'm going to let people know this is prophecy 101 being fulfilled. If people cannot pay attention 
to what is happening to the demonic influences. It's because their heads in the sand and they don't want to see it for what it is, but it's there. It is exactly described the way the Bible says it should be. Amen. And I'll tell you what, here's what I'll be willing to do. Uh, pastor Greg Locke. Uh, I will buy you a plane ticket to get up there. I will pay for your room to be up there. I will come down. I will bring a group of people. I know there's a group, a group of people in New York that would join us and we bring all voices and lift all voices up to yes. God. They can't arrest each and every one of us. And I think that's very important to do because you're hundred percent right. This is prophetic. And the reason I know it's prophetic is because one world government, one world currency, one world religion, yes. And now that's going to bring me to the Abrahamic house that's in the EAU. Have you heard mm. about this? The, the United Arab Emirates, the, the, uh, the house of Abraham. What do you think about this monstrosity? Is that not getting us into that one world religion where, where, oh, where, where Satan is going to take us all over and, and wipe out Christianity? It's absolutely setting the stage 100%, and people just don't want to see it, and they want to say, well, you know, that's going to happen one day. No, it's happening right now. It's happening right now, and COVID, like nothing else, it allowed us to jump prophetically about 50 or 60 years, and we are seeing things happening right now that we thought would happen in our children's children's generation, Amen. but it's here. And so I think you're right. I think we ought to do a big deal, do it online, go live, invite as many people as we possibly can because they can't arrest all of us. Well, you know what we're going to do? We have to take a stand. You know what we're going to do? If we don't take a stand, it's going to get worse. No, I hear, I, 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 I 100% agree. I, I 1,000% agree. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing every day. That's why I've dove headfirst into, into doing God's work. And I'll tell you what, if we really want to do this, we'll get the network up there. We'll get Real America's yep. Voice up there. We'll get the bus <laughs> up there. We will make yep. it an event that the world sees. We will make CNN cover. We will make MSNBC cover it, and we will make all of them put their eyes on the Lord where it actually belongs. Because, Amen. Because that, the, it, all of this stuff happening at the same time, Greg, this can't be a coincidence. I mean, yeah. the open borders, right? The, yep. the, the forced vaccination, call it the mark of the beast. Call, don't call it the mark of the beast, whatever you want. It's there. The Abrahamic yeah. house, the one world religion, open borders, the, the one world government, the digital currency. I mean, how can all of these things be just a coincidence, Greg? Exactly. And it's not a coincidence. And no matter if people call it the beast or not, it's the beast system. It's the inner working. It's the guts of what the Antichrist is going to use. And I'm telling you, we've been screaming it for years, and now it is here upon us. Not in 10 years, right now. And so I believe in these last days, God's going to be doing some things expeditedly. Everything is mm. going to be accelerating. And so since evil is accelerating in our culture, why shouldn't the church be advancing? The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So if the gates of hell will not stand against the church, I promise you that a fraudulent Joe Biden administration and COVID-19 and a UN statue is not going to win against the body of Christ. And so we have to stand up. And so you rally the troops. I rally the troops. We'll talk more offline. And I'm telling you, we Amen. will do it. And we will have a bomb schniggity time for, for God in well, New York. <laughs> I'm telling you what, there's a reason why this happened now. I've been wanting to get you on the show for months. I've tried reaching out to your church for months and months and months, but it wasn't God's time. And now right. is God's time. That's why you're here on the show Amen. right now, because we're warriors for God. We are warriors yes. for God. All of our all of our people that watch our shows, that, that come to your church, that support us, that, you know, that, that, that help us. They are warriors for God. Yes. And we need to put the full armor of God right now. Ephesians, ladies and gentlemen, we need to put the full armor of God on right now. But you know what? We're not out there just to, we're not, we're not trying to destroy. We're trying to save. We're trying yes. to be that light. So we're not just going to go and be, oh, this monstrosity. We yep. also have to bring people to Christ. And you're not going to be doing Amen. that by being angry. We're not trying, we're not talking about being angry here, folks. We're talking about standing up for God. Yes. And that's it. Standing up for God. There's no other explanation needed. Pastor Locke, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the last word. Is there any advice that you would like to give to my audience, to the Real America's Voice audience, to all those out there who just feel no hope? Can you please mm -hmm. tell them where to put their hope, sir? Absolutely. You know, sometimes people can stay up to a two or three o'clock in the morning on Telegram, run down all the rabbit holes and get so nervous. And, you know, they don't even know what to believe anymore. But at the end of the day, there really is hope. Revival has been baked into the soil of this nation. I mean, we've seen a first great awakening, a second great awakening. I believe we're going to see the greatest global awakening the world has ever seen. God is not done with America. We may fall one day. One day we will. Revelation teaches that. I really believe that. But right now, it's not the time. 
because I am convinced that America is not going to be rescued politically. She's going to be rescued prophetically because voices like me and voices like you and voices like the men and women watching this and those that will watch this are going to rise up and say, we've had a gut full of it. Enough is enough. It's time for the body of Christ to come together as a body and recognize our hope is in Jesus Christ. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, and we're not going to back down. These are the days of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they stood up, God exalted them, and God will honor and promote the people that stand for righteousness. And so I tell people all the time, look, if you think I'm going to stop, you got the wrong one. I have not yet begun to preach. I have not yet begun to have a fuss. I have not yet begun to fight. I'm just getting started. I'm leaving it all on the field. And when I'm dead and gone, my kids will know one thing about their daddy. He fought for the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Preach it. Well, I got to tell you what, during this, during this conversation, I just got word that Ghislaine Maxwell has been found guilty on five of the six counts. Uh, the wow. jury just found her guilty on five of six. Can we get an Come amen, on. ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> God working That's overtime. That's going to open Pandora's box. <laughs> God working wow. overtime. Oh, by the way, we've we've now racked up about $400 in donations for Global Vision Church. Pastor Locke, wow. we'll be sending that right out to you. God bless this life from America family. And one more thing, Pastor Locke, I need to send you one of these hats. Yes. We have a saying here on Live from America is you can't beat God. Yeah, you you can't can't beat God. And I'm going to tell you what you think a MAGA hat draws attention when you're out in public. You can't beat God really draws. So I'm going to send you one of each, a black and a red. You can't beat God hat. And we're going to talk offline and we're going to make sure that this happens. So, Pastor Locke, God bless you. Thank you. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. And uh, go ahead and say your goodbyes. And God bless you. Thanks so much for having me. Look forward to being in New York with you. Yes, sir. We'll make it happen, Captain. All right. God bless you, sir. Have a great day. See you later. All right, folks, that was Pastor Greg Locke joining us here on Live from America. What a great guy. I cannot wait. Woo! I cannot wait to be in New York City preaching the gospel around that monstrosity that is on uh that is on the uh the the United the UN headquarters. And for those who've not seen this, let me just show it to you. Let me just show you what it looks like. I got a picture brought up here for you quickly so you can see it. This, ladies and gentlemen. Let me remove some of the stuff here so you can see it. That's the monster right there. That is the beast that is definitely, definitely prophesized in, uh, prophesized in Revelations. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make something happen. And uh, as many of you that want to be involved, open invitation. We're going to take another quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News, and we will be back with the last segment of the show. Thank you so very much for sticking around. God bless each and every one of you. Woo, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what a great interview. What a great, um, I, I feel something there, folks. I feel a spark. You know what? I got to go over to Getter real quick because I have ignored my Getter family. Ooh, I've ignored my Getter family all day. I have not said a word to them. So let's go over to Getter here and see what's going on with our family members over here, shall we? Because, uh, you know, Getter is a growing platform. Again, if you need to follow me on Getter, just go to JeremyHarrell.com. Grounded Apparel says on Getter, that statue represents pure evil. I could not agree anymore. Vicki Vale, let's get this started with buses, Jeremy. We're going to talk. We're going to see what we can do. Trust me, this is something that's definitely going to happen. We are going to gain the attention of the entire world when we do this. Uh, Amanda Collins says that thing needs to come down. Suzanne says judge sealed documents for Maxwell trial. Of course he did. Of course she did. I should say Katie 63. It makes you, it makes you so excited, right? Jeremy, God will win. Well, we already know that we already know that I wouldn't be doing, (laughs) I wouldn't be saying all the things I'm saying if I didn't know who won in the end. You know what I mean? Um, Wolfhart says, Hey, Jeremy Snapdragon is over here on getter. Hey, so much, so much thank yous to you, Snapdragons. You, you, my 14 year, my daughter, who's going to be 14 here in February, she read your letter and she's, she just could not believe your, your, all, your amazing kindness. And uh, we're going to get that passed on to somebody who really needs it. But wow, I just, I, there's nothing else I can say, but wow. 
Dory says, let's roll. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, girl. I couldn't agree more. Jay Van Brown says, it's such a blessing to be here with my life from America family all the way. Look at all these great donations for Pastor Greg Locke. And of course, we got a big donation for life from America from Donnie C. God bless you. We got $100 going uh, to life from America from Jennifer Lu- uh, Louise. God bless you, girl. But we got a lot going to Pastor Locke. Look at that. Um, we got 100, 200, 300, 400. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go. We're going to get that down to Global Vision. And, of course, we are now approaching $20,000 that we've helped people out with here on Live from America this year. And that is all a testament to you guys. I've pitched in as well. We're making a difference. We're doing God's work. Let's come back from this commercial break and finish out this show the right way, shall we? There we go. And welcome back to Live from America. What a great interview it was with Pastor Greg Locke from Global Vision Church. Definitely check him out um, and watch his sermons, watch his uh, Sunday shows, uh, watch all of his lives. You can, get, you can get to him on Facebook. I believe he's still there. You can get on Instagram and, of course, the website. Just do a quick search for Global Vision Church, okay? Okay, here we go. Let's get back to the show here. We got a couple more stories, and then we'll finish out today. Oh... Uh, about two months ago, we were talking about PETA and how PETA should definitely be investigating Tony the Rat Face Fauci for all of the animals that he abused during research in his mad scientist quest for global domination. Okay? So PETA has investigated and has opened up an investigation into Tony the Rat Face Fauci and the entire NIH. So let me just go ahead and read to you what's happening. PETA investigator finds 360 dead dogs during the investigation into the NIH abuse of beagles. The NIH was recently accused of horrible cruelty to dogs being experimented on. A recent PETA investigation is confirming the abuse. The National Institutes of Health was accused of involvement in $1.2 million contract over the past decade to purchase beagles for cruel experiments, says PETA Senior Vice President of Cruelty Investigations, Daphna Nakaminovich, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> the most uh, recent alleged violation is from Virginia-based supplier Envigo, which is accused of providing nearly 5,000 beagle dogs and puppies to the NIH and other labs to be confined and tortured. During the PETA investig- investigator's visit, they found more than 360 dogs were allegedly found dead. What? Where? What in God's green earth is going on with these disgusting mad scientists? The first one to report on this grotesque animal abuse was conservative media, folks, because we got to the bottom of it. It actually sparked Robert F. Kennedy's story in his book about the children and the animals that were being abused, on, that were being abused and, and experimented on. Conservative media, we, the individual media, we're the ones that broke that story. So this man for decades has just been killing people and animals alike, and it's absolutely disgusting. And again, you can't beat God. But thank God that PETA finally stepped in. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure. And now we're going to go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day, but we're going to tell you who it is first. It's Mike Lindell. I did go back and I watched a little bit of that interview with Mike Lindell and with um, Steve, ba- Steve Bannon this morning. And uh, the holdup was because of the attorneys general Remember back on Thanksgiving when he was supposed to do the Supreme Court uh, filing? Well, those attorneys general at that point could not sign on because they, were, they had to be pulled away because of Biden's COVID mandates in all of these states. Plus, some things needed to be redone and reworded in order to make sure that the nine would not just, uh, just dismiss it, I guess you can say. So since then, Mike Lindell has been traveling. He's been having meetings after meetings with attorneys generals, governors, secretary of states who will talk to him. And apparently it's just down to two or three more that he needs these people to sign on. They are in red state. Alabama and Louisiana we need to get the Secretary of States and the Attorneys Generals to sign on in both of those states and he fully expects to take this new version of the complaint to court to the Supreme Court in middle of January but this first this first uh, uh, filing will be actually against uh, to get the Dominion file uh, court cases the Dominion lawsuits I should say against Mike Lindell and my pillow dropped and then it will be immediately followed 
by getting rid of each and every Dominion machine in each and every 50 state uh, and every 50 uh, states of the United States. And Mike Lindell personally, with a team, uh, legally, is going to go from to, to each and every 50 states this year and get rid of Dominion, hopefully before the 2022 election. That is his plan. So we need to keep focused on that. We need to keep supporting. We need to keep helping. Uh, it's not easy, folks. It's not as easy as just snapping your fingers. It never is. But we have warriors. We have warriors like Pastor Greg Locke, and we have warriors like Mike Lindell. Use your promo code LFA there for any Mike Lindell purchase. Get yourself a big discount. And by the way, do not forget to visit JeremyHarrell.com if you find value in this show and help us out there as well. We have some new, brand new gear, Freedom shirts. We have Armor of God going up tomorrow. Brand new Armor of God shirts. Freedom shirts of all colors. Maka gear. You can't beat God shirts and hats. Dress like a real patriot, just like a real soldier of God. Anyway, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight, folks. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Lindell, you get the Smarty Award of the day. No need to play the music. God bless each and every one of you. I will see you tomorrow for more Live from America. Have yourselves a good night, and God bless. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America